eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Glad that you are checking out the podcast today. I really enjoyed this episode. It's one of those things where you get a friend of a friend of a friend and it ends up being really good. So shout out to to, to my buddy, BK, Brandon Cristal out in Denver. He said, hey, I have a buddy who is working with Carl McDowell. And I'm like, TTD from Ballers? And he's like, yeah. So well, he's going to be in town because he threw out the first pitch. He's throwing out the first pitch at Wrigley Field. And I was like, cool. Now what? He's like, well, why don't you interview him? Because he loves sports. And I said, that sounds like a great idea and a a great way to uh, have an episode of the podcast. So we got together. I I met Carl. He's a Southside dude. He's from Chicago. And we sat down and talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Like we talked about how to throw a proper first pitch. And we, we talked about his career and being a, a Southside kid make made good now out in Hollywood. And the fact that he, he works with the rock man, that he works with the rock on the show ballers on HBO, which is going to premiere on the 25th of August on HBO, HBO Sunday night lineup. I'm a miss euphoria since now it's, it's on hiatus, but you, you know, football's getting close when ballers comes back. So, Here's my conversation with Carl. If you don't know him, you've probably seen him in commercial after commercial, but you've definitely, if you watch Ballers, he is he he's working there with Denzel Washington's son, and we talked about that too. So enjoy. This is my conversation with Carl McDowell about Ballers season five. Yeah, we're definitely gonna be talking. <laughs> I mean, we we can honestly start there with the pitch. Um are you nervous? No. No, I don't think it'll hit me until I get on the mound, and then probably some nerves will come. But yeah, I just throw a baseball. I just throw a baseball. Were the Cubs your team growing up, or were you a White Sox guy because you're a South Side guy? Both. And I know you ain't supposed to say both. You're not. You ain't supposed to say both, but both. I grew up across the street from Comiskey Park, so I would go over and watch the White Sox, watch Harold Baines, Melito Perez, Ivan Calderon, Ozzie Gann, Carlton Fisk. I love that team. I love the White Sox. And then I would watch the Cubs on WGN. I would always want to go to the Cubs game and see Andre Dawson and Ryan Sandberg and Sean Dunstan. I love those teams. 
So I grew up watching both teams. I grew up, I'm a fan of baseball, so I watch all teams, but I love my two Chicago teams. How great was it to see Harold Baines get into the Hall of Fame? Man, <laughs> man, um, I loved Harold Baines. Loved Harold Baines. I saw him hit home runs. I, I went to so many games, and I saw him hit. He would hit home runs at pretty much every game I went to. He was so good. It was so good to see him get in the Hall. It's a cool thing. It's a really cool thing. All right, so have you ever been – what's the biggest crowd you've been in front of? Because there's going to be 40,000 screaming Cub fans. 40,000? I don't think I've ever been in front of 40,000 people before. Um, So that'll probably make me nervous. (laughs) I'm I'm not trying to make you nervous. Once I get to the mound and I see 40,000 people screaming, and then that's probably when I'm going to get really amped up and heave it into the stands. That's probably what's going to happen. Well, we had a pitcher dude, was that Trevor Bauer or, or last week, who just turned around and threw <laughs> the ball? Turned around and threw it in center field? I mean, just yanked it. I mean, that's pretty impressive to throw it from the mound. Obviously, he's a pitcher. He's got a strong arm, but still. I'll turn and throw it like that, and it'll go right past the second base and just lie there. So do you have a, a, a plan here when it comes to throwing out the first pitch? Is it, are you going to lob it? Are you going to gun it? Like, what? what's your plan? You got to have a plan. You have to have a plan? I don't have a plan. I'm just going there and I'm winging it. I'm going to go in and I'm going to see how I feel when I wind up. If I feel good, I'm going to lay one in there. If I don't, I'm going to lob it in there and see what happens. All right, so here's my advice. Yes. I've thrown out the first pitch before. Okay. I used to play baseball, so it's a little, you know. Aim higher than you think. Oh, it's definitely. I'm definitely airmailing this thing now. I'm not saying aim, <laughs> airmail it, but I'm saying like because. So like aim at his head and it's going to drop into his torso? I would say aim a little higher than his head because you're throwing from the mound. The mound. So it's 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 going to feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to lob it. If, if you do, if you can step and throw and lob it in there, I think that's the way to go. But if you're like, hey, let me show it off. <laughs> Did you show it all? Oh, my God. I'll show you the video oh, of, of the when video. I threw out the first pitch, man, because I was all serious and everything. But <laughs> Did you have a glove? I, okay, so here's a funny story about that. There's this guy in the crowd, mm-hmm. and I was we did, like, a media thing where it was, like, a media competition, like, which media member could throw out the best first pitch. Okay. This guy in the crowd was like, hey, Lawrence, um, use my glove. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He had, like, a, a vintage, like, 1930s glove. And I was like, give me that glove. Oh, like, I'm going out there oh, man. with that glove. And then I threw uh, – I asked Chris Sale, because I was at White Sox. I asked mm. Chris Sale. I was like, hey, can I can I let one go? And he's like, really? I really? Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I want to let one go. He's like, oh, I'm not wearing a cup. <laughs> so if you skip it, <laughs> me and you are going to have a real problem. I was like, I won't skip it. Nice. And then I threw him a cutter. And he goes, did you throw me a cutter? I was like, yeah. Did it cut? Yes. Ooh. I'm gonna show, yeah, I'll show you Were the you video. Were you a pitcher? I was a catcher, but yeah. I, I pitched a little bit. I was a, a catcher bit. as well. Where, where at? At Harper High School. Oh, a- absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you know how it is. Like with catchers, usually your your arm is just here. Yeah. You you, you so never do that. the actual. That's probably like, what I'm like, just pop it out there. But I mean, if, I, if I'm feeling it, though, if I'm feeling it, I'm just going to let one ride. Good. See, all right. Then you have, you're set. I don't even need to give you any more <laughs> advice. You're totally set. Let's let's talk about your career, man. You're everywhere. I look up. You're in commercials. You're you're on ballers. How how did you go from the south side of Chicago to Hollywood? Man, it was a long road. Um, college. I went to college and I played football. And where were you at? Illinois Valley. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was playing football there, and my coach, Coach Goodwin, 
gave us these classes like coaching baseball, coaching football and theater practicum and um, these like classes. So you just you can wing those classes. You focus on football. And um, so the theater practicum class, my teammates said they never went to the class. So I never went to the class. I took it literal. I never went to the class. The teacher didn't like that. And he called me and said, since I never come to the class, he has to fail me unless I can do a play for him. He needed a black dude to be crooks and of mice of mice and men, and um, I was a black dude and I was failing his class. So if I did the play, he'd pass me. If I didn't do the play, I was gonna fail. And I went to my coach to see if he can get me out of it. He could. He said he wouldn't. He wanted me to do the play, and he was gonna bring the team so they can laugh at me. And uh, it was like a rookie hazing thing. And I did the play, and I fell in love with acting. But I was still playing football. Um, I played for. Couple of colleges, and then I went to semi pro, and I uh, hurt my knee, and uh, that was the end of the football dreams. And then fo- went to focus on stand up comedy first to see if I could be a stand up comedian. I didn't love it. Um, so, Why didn't you love it? Well, I loved the joke writing part. Mm-hmm. I loved getting on stage. I loved the people. I loved all of that. I just didn't like the comics. I didn't like. I'd have to be around these comics all the time. They weren't really happy people. They were kind of sour. Sour. <laughs> so they kind of soured me because you'd have to be around them all the time, negative energy. Um, and I didn't like that part of it. What do you think is the biggest lesson that you learned growing up in Chicago? Um, it's work, hard work, like work for what you want kind of thing. I think that's the Chicago attitude. There's a lot of hard workers here um, that if they want something, they're going to work for it. I think I learned that. Yeah, that 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 seems to we take a lot of pride in mm-hmm. uh, in that, you know. Yeah. Like, and there's also like there's a lot of pride of the sides of the city too. Yeah, it's it's, it's too much pride in that. I think we, <laughs> I think we could dumb down a little bit of that pride. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We should probably just kind of all let's just be Chicago. We were like West Side, South Side, and then we get way too proud, and uh, it messes things up. But I mean, I love the city, and I just fell in love. With, I'm just falling in love with the city again by being here and just being downtown and seeing how this city work. Like I, I, I remember when I was a kid getting lost downtown all the time. Like mm-hmm. half my life here was being lost downtown. Um, so now just to come down here and just like see it and love it and see how beautiful it is, it's, it's really cool. It's it's so crazy because I actually know so many kids that have grown up out south and even in such close like proximity to the lake had never been to the lake. Yeah. You know? That was like a thing. We we went there probably once a year. It was like the big thing. We go to the beach. Like, going to oh, Rainbow Beach. We go to the beach. <laughs> once a year we got to go to the beach and that was it. Um, so it was like if if you got to go down here a lot, you was like one of the cultured people. I didn't make it down here that often. I would come down for court. I would come down for whatever. I'd get lost down here and be like, oh, I hate downtown. And I'd go back to my little hole in 35th Street or on 58th or 79th. And that was it. That was my life, 79th Street. My life was 58th Street or 35th Street. <clears throat> I'm a Hyde Parker. Have you been to Hyde Park since you've been back? No. When's the last time you were in Hyde Park? 90s dude before you leave really you need to hit up 53rd street really yes because you're not going to it's i talked to a friend of mine who had been out of town for five years Mm -hmm. and she lived in high park 
she came back and she's like, I don't recognize Hyde really Park. the um, the amount of building that has gone on in the neighborhood has been great. Wow, you should. I got. I got to check it out. I got to check it out. So Lollapalooza was last weekend. Two weekends ago was the Silver Room Block Party in Hyde Park. Amazing. If you if you if you make uh, if you come back next year, mm-hmm. third week of July, you want to come back for the Silver Room Block Party. Silver Room Block Party, Teresa. Because <laughs> that that it, it's it's an amazing thing. Like the guy who runs it, he used to be up in Wicker Park, mm-hmm. and he brought the Silver Room down to to Hyde Park, and now it is a a festival. Like there's different stages. There's usually a few house DJs, there's live bands, there's hip-hop DJs, wow. there's girls playing double dutch. Like it's wow. they did a skating rink over on 53rd. They took the the High Park Bank parking lot mm-hmm. and turned it into a skating rink. Really? Amazing. Just keep really? it in mind for next year when you oh, come back right. home. That's one of those things you got that it down Teresa? Yeah, she got it. All right, she Teresa's got it. it. She's good. got it. She should come back too. You have a good time. She'll be, she'll be. Lollapalooza, we missed that one. That was last weekend. Right? Yeah, they're cleaning up from it. Like that, that's really where is. all the fences are on Lakeshore Drive, is so that they didn't have people running across Lakeshore Drive or trying to jump oh. over the fence to to get into the festival. But people, because st- it's Chicago, and they still did. oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> we we acted we, a fool we, as we often we find do. a way. We find a way in Chicago. <laughs> so so Ballers is going on its fifth season. Yes. This is crazy, man. Like I, I, I watch so. the show every week, and I'm I when I got the opportunity, I was like, oh, I definitely want to talk about it. the The way that this show has changed, the way that Ricky's character mm-hmm. has changed from year to year, along with your character. I mean, what's this experience been like being on the show? It's it's a crazy, it's like a life changing experience. Like to be on the show with John David and The Rock. Rob Coltry, all these guys, like all these guys I watched. I've watched The Rock growing up. I watched Rob Coltry on everything. He's hilarious to me, and now I get to do scenes with him. Um, John David, we met the first day of uh, filming, and we just, like, immediate best friends. Like, we just hit it off so well. I was only supposed to be there for one episode, but they liked our chemistry so much that I'm still here in the fifth season. So, um, So it's so much fun. I get to... It's just really life changing. I get to do things that I always wanted to do. Now I get to do them because of this show. Has Denzel stopped by the set? No, no, no. I've I've not met Denzel yet. Are you looking forward to it, or what? If you looked up and you guys were doing a scene, and you looked up and <laughs> Denzel was there, would that be intimidating? No, I would still do my scene, um, but I would be like. Holy shit, Denzel's over there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're good. Okay, we're okay. recording. You can totally say holy shit. That's, that's holy cool. shit, Denzel's over there. I I would I would definitely feel some kind of way, but I'd be professional about it. And then afterwards, I'd girl fangirl on him. So, and, and <clears throat> look, you've been on, on on the show for the run of the show, but are you even amazed at one how big the show has got and how big the Rock has gotten? Both. I'm I'm amazed at both. Uh, won the show, um, who would think that, like, people would love this show? Like, I get stopped a lot, and people know my name, and people, like, know things about me, and I'm like, well, how do you know these things? And they love the show, like, they fans of the show. And to see what's going on with The Rock, I mean, like, he's the biggest star in the world right now, mm-hmm. and he's so cool, and he's so humble, and if you talk to him, he makes you feel like you're the only person in the room, and it's just really cool. 
where do you think the show goes from here? Or have you guys finished? You, you finished all of season five? Yeah. Okay, so it's in. It's it's, it's done. In the can. It's okay. done. So is there going to be a season six? I don't know. Shrug. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out when. Uh, normally, like a, a couple episodes in, they'll re up us for another season. Or, um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Do you ever get starstruck with the people that guest on the show? All the time. I'm a fan. I, I'm a fan of sports. I'm a fan of acting. I'm a fan of like the music industry and all of these things combined in this show. So I get to meet rock stars. I get to meet rappers. I get to meet football celebrities. I get to meet like Steph Curry. You get to meet all these people who you like love. And I, I mean, I fangirl out all the time. I don't let them see it, but I'm like over there, like, oh my god, this is him. He's here. <clears throat> it's nuts. So, so who was the the one where you you were like, I I can't believe this shit. Like such and such is here on the set. It's been so many of those. Like, uh, um, who was it? Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins was on the show. Uh, Dante Fowler. Um, uh, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I mean, like. All of these guys, and I'm and I watch them play week in and week out, and I'm a big fan of them. And I get to see it and I get to work with them. And then they telling me like they want to act and they love this stuff. I got to work with Damian Lillard. Like I mean, like just to get to work with all these people, it's insane. It's insane. That's the fan of me goes crazy. What do you think of of the fact that with the Rock and his football experience, or Shard and his his football experience that they're able to bring in authenticity to some of the storylines that you guys have. Yeah. And with John, with his football experience, yeah. too. I think all of all of them have football experiences, and, and it's all, I mean, it's all in the show. It's all in the show. We see the stuff that happens in the NFL, and you kind of see it on the show. But with these guys being in it, and uh, Terrell Suggs was right on the show, I think, uh, all of these guys bring all their own experiences to the show, and I think that's what makes it real. Did you, did you have any experiences – from your days of playing football where you saw something in the script and you were like, yep, that's exactly the type of stuff that happens. <laughs> all, all of it. Yeah, it all happened. Like when I was playing football, it was all politics. It was all drugs. It was all sex. It was all everything. It was nuts. And you, I was always thinking like in every program, like I can't believe these programs run like this. Like this has to be the only program ran like this, but all of them will run like that. They were all crazy. It was all nuts. So it was like money it was backhanded stuff. It was politics and everything. So they bring it to the show. What's your next, like, what do you, what's your next goal? That, that What do you want to accomplish in, in your career? Because you're in a great spot right now for sure. But what, what's the next thing that you want to do? I don't, I just play, I don't plan it out. I just take it as it comes, man. Whatever happens, happens. I hope good things happen. But uh, I'm just along for the ride. Well, I appreciate you coming down here, man. Thank you. Thanks Th- for having me. This was outstanding. I, 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 I wish you a lot of luck throwing out the first pitch. <laughs> you're Thank gonna you. be, you're gonna I'm, be fine. Uh, you're a former catcher. You got this, man. I got it. You I got, got this. I'm gonna be nervous. I, I bet I'm gonna get nervous. I'm gonna think about you when I'm on the mound. I'm like forty thousand people screaming. I'm like, God, he just, this is it right here. No, be confident. <clears throat> you walk out there and be like, I run this. I got this. I run Wrigley. I got bring this. Bring a little Wrigley. south side to the north side. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> bring, bring that south side Duh. confidence to the north side, and you're good. It's happening. Good luck with everything in your career. And Thank the next you. time that you're in town, man, hit me up and we'll do this again. Will do. Awesome.